Hello and welcome to just another Liverpool podcast with me, your host, Stuart Jones, and my two co-hosts, Matty Wood and Matty Norton. Well, uh, I thought there were some surprising results this weekend, um, but yeah, this one tops the lot. Uh, Jürgen there taking a spanking off uh, Dean Smith's villa. Uh, yeah, we all know the score. So yeah, let's uh, get straight into it then. Um, do any of you two want to explain what happened there? Take think, it away, one of you. I, I think at least one, at least one of us is is absolutely lost for words, and we've just had to beg Matthew Norton to come on to this podcast because he he was just refusing to do hey, so. Well yeah, pulling a Patrice Ever and and just ripping up his contract with with the podcast um, <laughs> to not come on. Um, yeah, it was like God's yeah, swing to like man. how do you even begin to start? to review or analyse that I, the first thing that, that comes to mind for me is just I feel that like that's probably the most embarrassing defeat that I can recall supporting Liverpool I know that the only other, for, the only oh. other one I can think of is the 6-1 against Stoke in Gerrard's last game but I think that was yeah. last game of the season um, obviously not as much riding on it um, this were what four games into the new season um, and it's just a complete Obviously, there's been some surprising results this weekend, as you alluded to there, Stu, but this is just, well, a massive, a massive wake-up call and just everything that, that could go wrong did go wrong. Obviously, we started the game without Alisson in net and, and, and we already knew that we were missing Mane, but that that um, that's no excuse, really, for, for what unfolded. Yeah. Um, just an absolute disaster. I can't think of anything more embarrassing in terms of results um, from from the time that I've been following the club. I know, again, just thinking out the top of my head, I know that we've lost to like Northampton at, at home when when Hodgson was manager, but that was on penalties. But to concede like seven goals to a team that just about scraped staying up last season and being in the position that we are, you know, reigning yeah. champions, it's just an incredible scoreline. I mean, I was, I was watching it with my brother and um, I think at six... I've lost track of the, the when the goals went in and what the scores were really, but at one point I was like, "What were the, what would like the odds been on this?" It's absolutely just mm-hmm. mental, yeah. Um, so yeah, there, there's my kind of initial ramblings. Um, there's there's not a really a, a lot constructive there, I don't think. But Northern, I know. If, if you, yeah, about come on, Northern. I think what your thoughts at all? That's or... <laughs> right. I'm trying to bring a sentence together for the first time in about an hour. So, um, I think what was so upsetting about watching it was it was the repetition of the goals and the chances that Aston Villa were creating. It was literally one ball yeah. through the middle of the park. Over the top over all the time. And over again. Yeah. It was that, that high line. They, kept bringing, they made substitutions. It didn't matter who they brought on. I could have, I could have played centre-off. If you had to keep that line, you would have done, you have done a better yards. job than Gomez tonight. Couldn't have done worse. It was honestly, like, he could not have done worse that game. Yeah. Well, that, no. that, that, that weakness literally... that we've touched on on this podcast, even going back to last season, and we've said that is the one chink in the armor. Like Villa exploited that beyond belief tonight. Yeah. And it got to a point where our defending was suicidal. And I think Carragher made a comment in the, in the commentary there comes a point in a match where you, as a professional footballer, should say, right, we know we've lost this game. We we yeah we, let's we, not we, get we embarrassed. Suck, we suck it up and we say we're not yeah. we're not going to get continually done 
But yeah, same like way. you were saying, not in that same repetition time and time again. You drop off 10, 20 yards, whatever it may be, and you see the game out, you know, five goals yeah. or whatever make them, it was. Make them play in front of you rather than over the top. If there was yeah. a complete, you know, it was so naive to, to, to continue to, to play in, in that way and the, the way that they were continually hurting us. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, you, sorry, on. sorry, Matty. But, you know, if you're saying that, what should that, you know, should that be taken on amongst the players? You know, like, sort of, obviously, uh, Van Dyke being captain, should he take that upon, upon himself and, you know, make that decision? Or should that just be coming straight from Klopp? Who does that rest with? It's a it's a good question. You probably you know Van Dyke. Um, it would be a situation where you know I imagine those players have never never experienced that before. But to me, that would be the common sense thing to to do. Um, perhaps it does need to come from from the manager as well. What was it at half time? It was four one, wasn't it? And to to be fair, even at four one, you think if we can get the next goal, you never know. Um, but I think once they got the fifth, you just, you, yeah, you have to kind of just take your pride and, and, and say, look, let's just change things slightly here to make sure that it isn't a complete embarrassment Yeah, what it turned well, out to be. And it could did... have been more. But like, obviously, you know, Dean Smith, you know, he, you know I think um, he's generally, you know, looked upon well as a good manager, a um, bit of fresh air in that. But how did he get it so right tactically? And Klopp get it so wrong, you know, like 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 Norton was alluding to just before earlier, where you know there was this constant ball coming over. Obviously, you know we've said about the high line. Yeah. You know how did it work so good for Dean Smith's Villa, but not so good for obviously likes against Arsenal last week, where you know let's face it, we we were brilliant. The intensity was there. Uh, you know, we didn't give Arsenal a sniff. Like, we're... I didn't and obviously, so. the high line I think worked. High line, what, what... I think with the high line, the problem you've got is when it's going well, it's fine because you you, when you're playing with confidence, you feel like it's going to work every time. But as soon as you can see one or two goals through that way, if, you're, if you have a split second where you're second-guessing yourself, if that split second is where you're caught out. Yeah, you could, you could you, you're playing them on side. They were all over the place at the by the end of it, weren't they? they no, no. Yeah, that's what I mean. You didn't know. Yeah, you know, they're, they're just all over the place, like Matthew yeah. says. Just, and I did well, think, you know, I, I praised the midfield last week against Arsenal because I thought they were so good, good getting up to the ball and putting a press on. But I thought the midfield was com- completely emptied tonight. You know, it was the, the amount of times Barkley runs through and nobody tracked his run was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it you know uh, hit Barkley and that Watkins. We we made them two look like absolute world beaters. That yeah. you know the amount of times that Watkins got in front of Gomez and continually won that battle. He he just ran him ragged, and then you know Gomez got to a point where you know he he was having to be to, to be hauled off. You know he, he he was that he was that rattled in the game. Even his passing was 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 turning to to shit basically. So yeah. Well, yeah. you know this this game then was it well was it individual performances then was it obviously like Adrian you know you know it, pulling it, a shocker in that the, fourth the minute is, or was it because you know Gomez obviously Bobby had a terrible game as well I think I think everything I think you know you, you don't lose seven two unless everything's gone wrong that could possibly go wrong yeah just you know, a bad know, day at the office just yeah the, the whole team were out of sync there was no good performances really the midfield non-existent. 
it was just it was just the same. Like I say, I keep saying it, but it was the same. Conceded the same goal over and over again, and someone should have responsibility to say, just drop off five or ten yards. Yeah, game whether, management. Whether they're scared of Klopp saying, I don't want you doing that. This is the way we play, and taking it on the chin. I don't know, but it's it's it was just embarrassing. You know, you're saying that that's something that you'd see, obviously, like Pep Guardiola. Uh, yeah. Kind of do, or you know, like Arsene Wenger when uh, he was at Arsenal. That stubbornness, yeah, to play. Are yeah, we play like this? And do you know, but, we'll tell, we'll tell a few games if we carry on with the higher line like that. I'm, I'm a bit worried about the next game. But yeah, I think yeah. I think Klopp is a bit stubborn with that high line. But you just, you know, that game's just highlighted how obviously it can be got. At, you know, it can be, you know, that armor which you know it has been good this high line, but obviously the way Villa played it was amazing so obviously now every team's watching that thinking we can get at these yeah, yeah. We'll do the I same think thing. that's important to look, look it, albeit it's it's horrific but let's not get away from the fact that you you know you you mentioned it there like it has worked really well for us the thing is everybody one to eleven needs to be on the same page in terms of the way that we press the game um or counter press the game and and you know the turnovers and stuff like that and if ever it if everyone's on the same page, it's fine. It's fine. It works. But tonight, where you know, pretty much the as good as the whole eleven weren't on it. You know, it just went. It completely fell to pieces, didn't it? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, did any of them cover themselves in any light there? The only well, the, there was one but, for me. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't a four or. Or a three out of ten, like Henderson. Was... I thought, <laughs> yeah, the cheerleader. No, I thought Robertson, um, especially in the first half, he got a lot of joy coming that down left the left. Side, I thought, I thought Jotter actually played okay as well. Yeah, um, second was... half, yeah, he he played okay, but um, yeah, the, like the rest of the team, obviously, uh, let him down. That, but that yeah. was the one thing, wasn't it? In the first half, in fairness, as crazy as it was, conceding the four goals. There were some decent combinations with Robertson and yeah. um, Jota, and you're right. But then I, th- I thought Jota went quiet, quiet in the second half. And yeah. then I suppose you could say Salah got a couple of goals. So, I mean, he's kind of done his job a little bit there. You know, if you, if yeah. you score a couple of goals, you, you're thinking you're in a good position to to get something from the game, really. But yeah, I think um, Norton mentioned uh, in the, uh, the WhatsApp group saying, like, it's so un- uncharacteristic of the Liverpool team where, you know, obviously we've gone a goal down, two goals down, yeah. and you just expect us now to, like, turn that around and, you know, the intensity to come, you know, to start improving, um, you know, start to go through the gears a bit more, get that bit of a wake-up call. But, yeah, obviously, yeah, that, that game, it just did not happen. Yeah. Like, when when Salah got that first goal, you're thinking, oh, here we go, yeah. we'll come back into this now. But yeah. I was, yeah, worried, too, I was actually it? worried it was going to get like that at half time. I, yeah. I think I actually said on the WhatsApp group that I'm actually worried about getting embarrassed in the second half, unless something dramatically changes. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, yeah. What, that's what was really worrying. Yeah, no, well, shall we go kind of like go through like why that kind of happened? Like, obviously, you know, we're looking at the next game against Everton, who are. You know, actually looking good this season. Um, you know, it's going to be a really interesting game. Um, you know, what changes need to be made? Wholesale changes, one or two. Obviously, players coming back from injury, or obviously, you know, COVID infected players. That, is that defensive line? That's 
literally the downfall of that game completely. You can pinpoint players saying like Gomez played poorly, but that that line, whoever you have in that defensive line, it's so easy for it to go horribly wrong. Like today, you know, you so is that, that is that tra- is that tra- more obviously training then? Working yeah, it probably, training. Is, it probably is more training, but then I think you got to drop off but a little you, bit. Would I mean, you too high. would you start would you start Gomez though against Everton? Because I, I wouldn't. I don't think you can. I, well, who would you put graces. there in, in his place then? The only saving grace is if he plays for England the next two or three games and plays fantastic and gets his confidence back. That's the only way you play him, I think. Yeah. But it was exactly... I, I said on the last podcast, like, Gomez was brilliant against Arsenal and I said, the one thing he needs to do now is the consistency levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's and, what's always been the same and, with Gomez. His Liverpool the thing, career. The, the thing is, look, you can get exposed by that ball and Trent is the same as well because it's on that side. But where he lets himself down is the fact that, like I mentioned earlier, he was getting bullied by this Watkins and he was every time somebody was facing him up, you, you were never confident he was going win to win the one-on-one. Yeah, he was coming off second it all the time. Like he was far, he was so sluggish in, 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 those, in those duels. Um <laughs> Yeah, that 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 was really alarming for me, and it, to you know to a point where I I definitely wouldn't start him against. So against and I put Fabinho uh, back yeah, in there and, yeah. and pray that Henderson's yeah right, and then you, you put Henderson back in, and then it's Thiago potentially available as well, and then suddenly you've got a bit of a different mix in there. Yeah, I think you do need to definitely make three or four changes. Yeah. the goalkeeper does worry me now. I've been I've I've actually been an advocate for Adrian, but I thought tonight. He looked like his head had gone. Yeah, yeah. Like, but even that Lincoln it, game, even that, that even that League Cup game, people were saying oh, he made some good saves. He looked like a disaster waiting to happen in that game for me because he was coming out when he shouldn't be coming out. He was trying to close people down when he shouldn't, and he, he got away with it a bit in that game. Yeah. But he still. He's Do you know what? Do you it. know what? I, I I honestly believe this might be rubbish, but I honestly believe like the shit that he's got on like. Um, social media and stuff like that wouldn't have helped him because I do think last season when he came in to begin with he did really well yeah. he then fucked it in the Champions League and made two bad errors that were obviously very high profile took a lot of stick for that and it wouldn't surprise me if that if that has affected yeah. him um, but yeah like the first goal I actually think obviously there's no getting away from the fact you know Adrian's laid it on a plate to, to uh, I think it was Grealish you give it to but I tell you what why is Robertson playing that ball playing that ball to him like I that? did that was my yeah. first thought as well to be honest he, he pro- you know it, was, it wasn't an easy one it was right in the first yeah. few minutes of the game and it wasn't one of those ones where it's straight to his yeah. feet he, he, he kind of proper punched it in the air at him and I just thought like, what, a, what, what a twat of a yeah. ball to give yeah. him you know coming into the side the first couple of minutes of the game I just thought that was unnecessary pressure yeah. He's then tried to play out and obviously made he a bad error. The and then, like he got the ball under control, but obviously got on his weaker foot. He just misplaced the pass. He actually, what he said, that ball from Robertson. Yeah, which can I, which can happen to be fair. Their goalkeeper did exactly the same thing a few a few yeah, minutes later. The carbon copy of the scenario, but the, the worry to me was then in the second half, especially he did a couple of things where I just thought he is completely gone. Yeah, there was one where. There was a cross and he punched it into the ground, and then there was another where I think you mentioned when they hit the bar, he was he was flying. I don't know where he was going. That that's that's the type of thing that worries me more so than him, like say giving a pass away when he's trying to play out from the back, because that can happen as evidenced by 
Martin is doing the same thing. It's it's things like completely just crazy stuff yeah. like that when he's just making well, those bad Obviously, errors. you know, that performance there, Alisson, he seems to be collecting these injuries. Do we need to dip into the market before it closes? I'd like to think we would, but I don't think we will. Yeah. You get short, short I think it would be a panic now. It, 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 yeah. would, be a pa- it would be a panic. It's a problem, now, isn't it? Um, I don't know what what do you think, Stu? Um, you want my opinion? Uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'll be honest with you. I've never, yeah, like Adrian when he did first come in uh, last season, obviously did really well. Um, but there were moments in games I remember I was just never confident in him. Um, but obviously, you know, he uh, you know proved me wrong and did really well, and then. Obviously, from that Atletico Madrid game, um, yeah, I, I, like that's why I was never confident in him. Um, it's always hard to try and find a second goalkeeper who's willing to, you know, obviously spend most of his time on the bench. Um, you know, you have to be, you know, you do have to probably be a bit lucky to get a really good um, second goalkeeper who's world class. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if there's anybody out there. I really don't know, to be honest. I would like us to, because I've never been, I've never fancied Adrian, but I don't know what's out there. I think so, my problem with him is, like I said, probably too late now, but that Lincoln on. game, it was just an example. There was no pressure on that game at all. And even he was making some good saves, but he was just all over the place. His positional play was wrong, his decision making was poor. And what it does in that type of game is the whole defence thing second guesses what he's going to do next. And yeah. where with Allison, you know, Robertson just knocked the ball back. I bet you next time Robertson has the ball at his feet, he's thinking to himself, I don't really want to pass back now. And that hesitation yeah. then puts pressure on the defence because it gives you something to be yeah. closed down. You're putting on someone else under pressure then. In fact, if it's, you know, if you've got Allison in goal, who's one of the best with it when the ball's coming back to him, I think that's fine. I think for Robertson yeah. to do that. But, you know, it was. It, it, it seemed a bit of a mad one for him to, to do that yeah. so early in the game. The the only thing I, you know that was slightly unfortunate for us tonight, I'm just kind of seeing some of the goals. But to be fair, was that three of them were deflected oh, yeah. in, and it was one yeah. of them where you just thought, you know, everything's going against us. Yeah. Not taking it was a away penalty shout early on as well. Wasn't how much it? Shit, sorry, but... Yeah, I was going to say about that uh, the Salah. Um... Oh yeah, I, I thought, thought it was a penalty. Yeah, yeah. I thought McGinn yeah. deliberately blocked him off. Yeah, I guess yeah. with VAR as well. I thought if VAR looks at it, it'll be a pen and just didn't come through, did it? Yeah, well, that's yeah. what I was going to say. I think one of the other goals as well. Um, you know, it's hard which one it was, but um, they had a look. I was going to say, I have no idea what point that that penalty shout was. Like it's quite so, early on. Oh, it was, yeah, it was about fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just let me just have a quick look. No, I can't see where I've made a note of it. But it was one of their goals where I thought they looked over the VAR very quickly. You know, like usually they're like they'll have three or four looks for the offside. They kind of had one look, and I thought it was quite contentious. I thought that that could have been off. Mm. Um, it was the Watkins. Um, free no, it's the Watkins. You know, his um, hat trick goal. The free kick. Um, Come from a free kick to the back, and then someone played it. But again, it was a high line, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what that's why. But I, I just thought, oh, they only, they only kind of took one look there. But yeah, it, you know what I mean. That's only one goal. You know, still six two. Um, yeah, like a player who I think's been out of form really since obviously the restart of the season. Um, Bobby Firmino. Yeah. Should he be just taken out for the Everton game? 
or is it too big of a game to take him out? There's so many players you can take out, I suppose, yeah. isn't there? But again, I, I I was saying I thought he did all right against Arsenal, but he he was he, he was awful. He was shocking. In this no, that's the thing. though. I think his touch has been awful since the restart, but he's he's just managed to like get a couple of assists. Um, but I, I'll be honest with you, his all round game, I I think it's been dire. Yeah. But then, like, some Minamino comes on there, and you think. Well, he's not really much much better, really. He's not offering much competition to Bobby. I don't know. It was a tough game to come on for. I thought you could see Minami was trying to put a shift in and try trying his best. But should we bring in Origi because he likes scoring against Everton? That's a problem, isn't it? Who you bring in? That's a bit. Yeah, we usually um, we usually kind of make quite a few changes for the Everton game we have done in recent seasons and, and brought it like completely random like Shakira yeah, came in for the, the home game last yeah. season Origi played and they both scored don't think we're in a position to, to piss about too much because like you say Everton look far improved and God I can only imagine what the blue shite are, got, you know, are, are like at the moment now I haven't seen that you know having won four out of four Suddenly, that that becomes a huge. Oh game. Yeah. yeah. Um, for us to for, for us to try and bounce back in, um, I would I would start. You know, I'd still go with for me. You know, it, it was worrying that, like you say, his 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 touch was. was I think so he, had, poor he had a couple of chances times. in the first half as well, didn't he? Again, one on one. He did have a chance. Yeah. Shoots, um, it's kind of like I'll shoot because I have to shoot. It's no, yeah, he's got no confidence yeah. in front of goal. Are you saying I'll? When you speak to Liverpool fans and you say, should, should he be getting more goals? Everyone goes, well, that's not his job, is it? His job's to make space for Salah and Mane. And I completely yeah. get that. But last season, I think he was the third or fourth most shots in the league. So he's getting in positions to shoot. But he's just not scoring. Yeah. Twice cool tonight. He, it was early, early doors as well. And you think if one of them goes in, it's a different game. You know, could be in a different game yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah, I did think that. Oh, that, I thought that Martinez made a good. The first one, I think, was quite a good save. But I, I agree that like, I do think a more clinical striker probably takes that. And I think that was at one. That might have been at really one nil. Yeah. God no, I can't, I can't keep track. But um, yeah, th- that is the one thing that I would. I've always said about Firmino, especially in the last couple of seasons, he should be for me getting into the box more. I find that he's too. Outside the box, a lot of the time, uh, when the but chances I, like are said, they're no. available to him. But it's interesting you say that with that with that yeah. stat that he's getting the shots. Yeah. Um, because I think at times you know he can. There's times when he should be in in the box and he doesn't actually get the opportunity to shoot. But um, yeah, I can't I can't really question you. Your stats, yeah. <laughs> just wait, just <laughs> wait. Right. Um, so obviously, for that Everton game, then obviously, all well being good, Henderson, you know, fully fit, Thiago, fully fit. Did they go, did they come straight into the team then and replace Genie and Cater? Henderson's not even a second, <laughs> second thought about it, is it? <laughs> no, not for. I mean, I'm not even taking yeah, the piss. No, there. no, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. You know, if we, you know, spank Villa there the other way round, then I'd probably say, yeah, he probably keeps that midfield. But yeah, after that performance, I think definitely handled. Um, I don't know. I mean, what do you, Stu? What do you think? You know, you. Um, 
you know, been quite vocal in your critique on 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 Naby Keita. I know. Keita. Yeah. First yeah, man to was, be brought off. He was brought off yeah. half time, wasn't he? Um, what? How do you see that situation with him now? Um, <laughs> are we going to go there again? Are we with the chips? Um, the chips I'll be honest with you. He is, though, isn't he? He's he's. Um, I I think Curtis Jones is probably ahead of him now. Um, you know, obviously, once Thiago and Henderson, you know, they're ahead of him. Uh, obviously, Genie, um, he's a he's a favourite of Klopp, so he's ahead of him. Um, yeah, it's not looking good for him. I don't think. I think it it depends on how Henderson does. Obviously, he's going away with England, so it depends on how his fitness comes up. But um, I, I think at least what one of Thiago and Henderson is going to be coming into that team, and he's going to replace Gator. Simple as that. I think it depends where Fabinho goes as well. Matty touched on him. Fabinho playing centre half. Um, I think then Thiago mm. comes in the number six role, doesn't he? Mm. Before, yeah, it's that's fully fit point. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to add anything to that? Anything you've seen in that game? Anything you want to point out? Obviously, Salah uh, getting those two goals. You know, at least he's still looking clinical uh, in front of goal. Um, to be honest, I think he's you know this obviously uh, beginning of the season. I think he's looked more clinical than he did even last season. I think last season he had a lot of chances that he like spurned, but the chances he's been getting this season, he's actually you know been finishing them off, and he's been finishing them off in style. Yeah, he looks sharp actually. He looks very sharp. Yeah, I do. I really do. Um, Massey, do you want to add anything to that? What you what you're seeing in that? No, I mean on Salah, yeah. I thought the first first goal was a pretty um pretty good finish. Um I don't There's know what, nothing more to really add to, to this game, is there? Is to say there, yeah. Um we we you know, it's if anything, is it is it a good thing maybe? Because we were looking at it and you know, Man City have started fairly poorly really when you look at the results, you know, the Leicester game and Dropping points again uh, last night to to Leeds, who did play well, but you know, albeit you know they've now won one, lost one, drawn one, um, you know, and I think we're all kind of thinking, you know, same again. We're just going to yeah. keep on winning. It's a massive reality check. Um, potentially, is it a good thing? You know, because it looked like Man City were going to again. They are. They've got their weaknesses. They look like they're potentially, or they have dropped points, um, and it's this is a nice little reminder of hopefully to say, look, it, it's it's not going to be straightforward for us. We're not we're not going to just can be in second gear and be able to yeah. run away with it. Like going into this Everton game, are you like Norton? Are you still confident that we've got enough to beat Everton? It's the first time I can remember in a long time. I actually feel a bit concerned about the game. <laughs> I like to think that you know we pull ourselves together and you know just put a performance together, but it, it is a bit of a concern yeah. actually. Yeah, it it does worry me. Yeah, like you said, the last you know they haven't beaten us for ten years. It's probably the only the only time they were kind of close or above us was. Um, do you remember the FA Cup semi final in twenty twelve? I think. Yeah, yeah, that game we we were like seventh, eighth in the table, and they were they finished above us that year. I think they finished fifth. They were probably a better team, 
but we still we still beat them, obviously. And but that was a time where you thought it was an evenly matched yeah, contest uh, mm. game. So so to speak, if anything, they could have been favourites. Obviously, we're still you know let's put it into context. We're, we're the champions, you know, the better we're the better team. If we play well, we if we play well, yeah. we'll win. Um, but the concern is obviously going off the back on that, where our you know we our flaws have been. Uh, highlighted to the extreme. Yeah. Everton are going to be flying in confidence. You know, Calvert-Lewin is banging in the goals. You know exactly what they're going to do there if Gomez is playing. Calvert-Lewin's going to yeah. Yeah. play right on Gomez. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what well, I'll tell you one thing, maybe it'll be good that it's not, there's no fans <laughs> in the ground for, for that one. Could you imagine? God, oh, yeah. Um, going into that, I mean, It'd be rocking that much; it'd probably collapse but, in on itself. Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned the crowd there. Just touching um, very quickly on that. Do you think that's played a factor in the some of the results we've had mm. recently? Yeah, concentration, 100%. concentration, or something. I don't I, know. Yeah. In, in the, do you mean? In, do you mean Liverpool? Well, everyone really. Like, I've never everyone, known yeah. so many goals. So teams concede so many goals, and I don't know. If it's, is it concentration of the fans not being on the back of the, to keep them sharp? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think there's an element of that because, like you say, there were so many kind of even watching the United Tottenham game, you know, Tottenham game before, and I was thinking, you know, I can only really uh, take, uh, you know, laugh at this if we get the results. So we can't really, uh, can't really take anything from that now either. But um, yeah, there's so many kind of like defensive. It's so casual, isn't it? Mishaps where teams just look all over the show. United looked all over the show at the back. Man City have looked all over the show. Even you know Leicester um, in the first game uh, today as well. I mean they they ended up getting three yeah. 0 by West Ham. Well, do you think do you think that's it then? You know you're getting defenders who you know haven't got the crowd on the back and they're a bit being a bit too confident, like they might be in training. Where you know when you've got that crowd noise, um, you know you've you've got that pressure on you not to make a mistake. Yeah, more switched on. I think it's a bit like that, and I also think we we've we've entered this kind of thinking of like being on the front foot all the time is completely it's the Vogue thing to do, isn't it? Being open and expansive, and it feels like more and more teams play yeah. that way. Where it's great to watch, but then if there's a turnover, I mean that that Leeds uh, Man City game was a good example, but that obviously that only finished one one. But they both play in an expansive way, and they were both pushing players forward, and it was just counter attack yeah. against counter attack yeah. all the time. So you've got so many teams playing in that way now that it, you do end up with these kind of like, like games, yeah. Which, which I was going to say, but. I think you're right as well. I think the crowd yeah. does play into it a little bit. I think it just keeps you that that little bit more switched on, maybe um, at the back. So maybe, maybe yeah. that is something right. as well. Um, I'll let Norton go and uh, cry in his pillow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we've covered everything of uh, that that game there. Um, you know, obviously uh, we've just got to turn it around against the blue shite. Um So yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back after the international break. Uh, I'm sure them Liverpool players are looking forward to that now. Um, so, yeah, we should be recording on Monday the 19th of October to review our match against the Blue Shite. Um, so, yeah, remember to listen, 
Follow and share our podcast by finding us on our Twitter page at just another L I V one. Goodbye from me.